Welcome to the Minute Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series, Those People. Today's sermon is entitled, Those Hypocritical People. You may be thinking somebody right now who may be a hypocrite. Today we're going to learn that God still loves the hypocrite and he still wants them to come to church and be involved and hear that good news about his salvation and his love. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. We're going to be continuing our series today, Those People. Those people, man, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about some really, really awesome things and how we can handle different circumstances and situations with those people. Anybody ever met those people? I think we're considered those people sometimes in our lives. Man, it's those people over there. It's those people over there in Pilot Mountain at 108 Hell Retreat Drive in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, 27041. Man, it's those people. Those people. I want to be known as those people who love on their community, those people who build relationships, those people who see life's restoration or restored and restorated. Man, I know that God loves each and every one of us, and today, as we continue our series, we're going to talk about those hypocritical people, those hypocritical people. Now, you might be thinking in your brain right now, somebody that is hypocritical, hypocritical. Now, you guys, and there's not just a couple of us here in person or our leadership team, and uh, uh, but I, maybe you're sitting beside someone right now. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't be, spouses, don't be hitting one another now. Y'all better stop it online, campus. <laughs> y'all can't be, y'all can't be, don't be doing that. <laughs> but maybe there's been times that you have sat beside somebody that was hypocritical. Hypocritical. And, and the number one complaints that I get from a non-Christian uh, people and, and, and folks that I've hung out with over the years is, man, those are hypocrites. Those are hypocritical people that go to your church. They're supposed to live this great, luxury, perfect life. And, and man, they come into your church and they're hypocrites. And, because I know what they do when they're at work. I know what they do outside of here. I know what they do when they're on their hunting trips, their fishing trips, and trips in generals. I know what they do when they go out of town. They're hypocrites. But yet they come in here on Sunday morning. And they all lovey-dovey with Jesus. All of it over with God. They're hypocrites. And I've been told this several times. I don't go to church because all of those hypocritical people that are there, that are there, man. I want y'all to know that Medic Church is full of hypocrites. Myself included, there's been times that I haven't lived a good, righteous life where I've said things that I shouldn't have said. I've done things I shouldn't have done. And, 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 and I've been hypocrite before. And, and I, I want to tell you something. Let me tell you the good news about Medic Church is there's always room for one more. There's always room for one more online campus. There's always room for one more person to come. That hypocritical person that may not feel like they fit into a crowd or, or they don't fit into the standards that churches have portrayed. You've got to be a certain way. See, here at Medit Church, I have experienced these times in life where people want to treat you hypocritical. And they want to treat you a certain way because you don't fit to their standard. And I've experienced this. And so we set it up to where at Medit Church, we created a place where, where everyone can come together. 
to let God restore the brokenness in our life. No matter what background you come from. See, I know that we all come from different backgrounds. I know that, that, that we all have stories and stories worth telling. I tried to find this image. I, I love Facebook and I love, I love seeing the different posts that people put on there and, and seeing the different things that they have up. And I looked for hours yesterday trying to find this as I was studying. But I'd seen something on Facebook that was very, that, that, that I've seen it a long time ago, but I, I'd seen it and I was like, man, that's very fitting. It says, people that go to the gym aren't looking for healthy people. Did y'all hear that? People who go to the gym aren't looking for healthy people to be there. When you walk into a gym, if you ever walked into one, there's people from all walks of life that are in there. I know a lot of times we just, we just done uh, New Year's resolutions, and it's a lot of times this is the time that people say, hey, I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to have a better lifestyle. I'm going to go to the gym. They get gym memberships. And when you go, there's all people of life that are in there. And so the person that's going out to the gym isn't seeking out to find healthy people to be there. Because when you get there, there's all, again, there's all types of people that are there. Skinny, small, heavy set, Michael size. Everybody's there. And, and, so, and so what happens is when you get there, you get in there and you do your thing and you better yourself. And what's cool about what I, what I, when I'm studying and I got to thinking about this is oftentimes when you're at a gym and you see people there, you actually see people that will be an encouragement to those that may not be as healthy or as in fit. And they take them and they say, hey, I mean, hey, you can do it. Do two more reps. Do, hey, do five more minutes on the treadmill. You can do it. You got this. They become an encouragement to them. Because they want to see them succeed. And that's how church should be. And that's how we try to set up things. Is we want people to come in just like they will a gym. And saying, hey, I may be coming in here with broken people. I may be coming in here with lost people. I may be coming in here with somebody from a different walk of life. But I hope somebody's there to encourage me. And here at Minute Church, we're going to encourage you. We're going to build you up and not break you down. Because, see, to me, that's what's important. That's what love is, and that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to love one another just as you want to be loved yourself. And so, and so oftentimes we get the, the bad rap and say, oh, you're hypocritical, hypocritical because you're not this up-to-par standard. You're not holy enough. If you come in here and you want to chill out there and praise and worship and, and sit there, hey, that's cool. Worship how you want to worship. If you want to come in and you want to lift your hands up and clap and sing as loud as you can, hey, come and worship how you feel, feel freely because we all come from different walks of life. See, see, I want you guys to, to understand that they're just like the guys that go to the gym. They're not seeking out to find healthy people. They're seeking out to get their self fixed. And just like church, we need to be seeking out to let God restore the brokenness in our lives. We shouldn't worry about what everybody else is doing, what everybody else's walk of life shall be. But come in here, and I promise you, you're going to find somebody that's going to be an encouragement to you. Hey, you're having a bad week? We got you. Keep digging. Keep praying. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be your lifeline. Call me. If you're dealing with a struggle, call me. And that's what it's about. But I've had people tell me, I don't want to go to church because they're just putting on an act. 
They're that person who's behind the mask. The person that you don't see the true them. And you know, I, I, I remember one time being in a play and, and we put on different masks for characters that we were playing. And you know, you're, you're, you're playing the acts. But here at Medic Church, I want you to know we're not playing any acts. We're serving God and we love God. And, and, and when, the, when we were in those acting spots, you get out there and you're on the stage and everything's going, don't nobody know the truth but you and the director. And of course, your mates that are there uh, in the play with you. But, but the reality is, is you can put on a mask here, you can put on a mask out there, but God knows and you know the truth. Hypocrites, hypocrites, hypocrites are everywhere. Matthew 15, 7 through 8 says, you hypocrites, you hypocrites. Israel was, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. You hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. Those people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And what it's talking about here is Jesus and God, the love that he has, they profess, or, or profess to know God and profess to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but their hearts were far away from him. See, we gave out those cool Made at Church stickers to put on your car. Hope you guys got them, and, and they're amazing. If you want one, hey, come see me. We got some. We can let you stick them on your car. They're cool. I love them. And, and we, we put out a disclaimer there. We're like, look, if you put those stickers on your car, don't have road rage now. Don't be cutting people off. Don't be pulling up the stoplight, throwing the car in park, trying to get out and catch them outside. Don't be doing that now. Y'all listen to me? I told y'all not to do that. <laughs> but see, you could, you could have the stickers, the, the T-shirts. Hopefully soon we're going to have uh, toboggans and hats and, and other items that you could display your support for our church and your love for your church. But you could have everything out there, but you can be far from God. See, we can look the parts, but are we playing on the right side? I can, I can be, I'll just, speak, I'll just tell you like this, I love the Carolina Tar Heels. <laughs> The Carolina Tarriers, y'all don't throw those stones at me online. Don't throw them at me on your faces or nothing like that. No mean signs, you Duke fans. I, I hear you out there. <laughs> but, but I love the Carolina Tar Heels. Love college basketball. March Madness is coming up, and I can't wait. The tournament's coming up. The NCAA tournament's coming up. It's going to be awesome. And, and, I'm, and I love watching basketball. But I'm just a T-shirt fan. And what I mean by that is, is honestly, I don't care if they win or lose. How many basketball games have I watched in the last year? I probably watched maybe 30 seconds of one or something online. But I proclaim to be this big fan. I love the Tar Heels. And I do. I hope the Tar Heels win. I hope the, I hope the Tar Heels win the, the, NC, or the, N, uh, the, the ACC tournament and then go on and win the NCAA tournament. I hope they do because, you know, my mom's a Tar Heel fan. It's in the family. It's in our blood. <laughs> it's in us. <laughs> but I can wear the shirts. I can wear the toboggan. I can have tags on my truck that say Tar Heels. But I'm far from them. I don't go to their games. 
I, I don't watch them on TV. I don't support their fundraisers. See, I'm far from them. And I said that to say that sometimes we may look like the guys or gals who proclaim to be Christians. But all the time we're in the background and we're cussing. We're talking dirty. Talking about them dirty jokes. We're looking around at every woman in the office saying, mm, girl, let me tell you what. Gals may be looking at the men in the office saying, mm, i tell you what. Are we looking to part just to be playing the playing around with church? Oh, I go to church. Are we really connected with God? See, here we want to bring in the lost, the brokenness, and let God restore us. See, a lot of times we start pointing fingers at those who may not be as holy as we think we are. I, I remember this time, y'all, y'all, let me tell y'all something. I love barbershops, barbershops. Anybody ever been to a barbershop online campus? You've been to a barbershop? Just give me a, uh, some emoji or something in there, <laughs> a heart or whatever you want to put in there. But you ever been to a, bar, a barbershop, a barbershop? I used to love going to the barbershop because, man, especially because where we, where we was at and in the town, it was small. <laughs> and you catch up on all the latest gossip that was going on. Oh, man, you want to be what Timmy Tom done over there? Him and Julie, man, let me tell you what happened. You catch up on the latest drama. And what's happening, we found out in church life, not here, but in, in past ministries that we've been in, is these cliques and these groups that start happening. And they start saying, hey, well, we're holier than they are. Well, we're, we're better than they are. So here at Meta Church, we don't have groups. We don't have gossips. We ain't doing that. If I find out y'all doing that junk, I'm going <laughs> to, we going. <laughs> but see, none of that's any of our business. What's going on in somebody else's life. What Trina does outside of here, that's what Trina's business. All I want Trina to do is come to church so God can restore that brokenness in her life. I want you guys to come in here. I don't have any special powers. I'll tell you this, guys, this all the time. I don't have any special powers. I don't have any special abilities other than getting up here and spreading what the good news God has given me and telling you, hey, if you've been a hypocrite before, hey, me too, but God's restored that brokenness in my life. But the things that's happened in my life and the things that happen is none of anybody's business. It's our own business. If you feel broke, you feel lost, come to church anyway. If you made a mistake on Saturday night, come to church anyway on Sunday mornings. If you made a mistake Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, still come to church on Sunday. Because God can do more in a moment than we can do in 10,000 lifetimes. In one moment. See, we say we have a worship experience because we want you guys to experience God. Well, Pastor Michael, why don't you say worship service like every other church? Because we want you guys to experience. Experience God. We want, to, we want you guys to, well, Pastor Mike, that sounds like you're trying to entertain me. I ain't trying to entertain nothing but the Holy Spirit and God in this place. But uh, I'm about to preach, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but listen, listen. We want you guys to experience God so you can have an encounter with God. Y'all hear me? We want you to experience God so you can have an encounter with God. Because when you have an encounter with God, brokenness starts to be restored. 
gaps start to be filled with righteousness. And then when all these hypocritical people, they want to call us out, we can say, hey, but look what God's done in my life. I may have slipped, I may have stumbled, but God still loves me. All right, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going. All right, so some prayerful confrontations. Things you can pray and put in your prayer life that can help you. See, the last few weeks we've been talking about some different things, and we've been trying to give you guys some uh, prayers that you can pray for different things for those people. And today we're going to give you three more prayers that you can pray, and we're going to be posting this on Facebook this week. And I hope these prayers have helped you. Talking about praying for restoration, restoring, praying for those that are needy. Today, uh, if you're taking notes, point number one, God helped me confront with the goal, goal of restoration. Help me confront with the goal of restoration. See, my plan, when, when God was laying this on our hearts, I say my plan, but it was really God's plan. When I was praying and we were seeking after God what we were going to do next, God said, restoration, restore, brokenness. These were words that were coming to our hearts and coming to our minds. And, and, and I felt deep down in my soul when, whenever God had laid medic on our hearts 11 years prior to starting medic church, we had no idea why. And again, we tried to use this at other places and it didn't work. And we tried to, to, to make things out of, you know, we, we had no clue. We tried, I won't say make things out of nothing, but, but we tried to, to force what God was trying to do. And God's like, uh-uh, this isn't time. But we had to go through stages of brokenness. Because every brokenness that we went through, God restored. And it's what helped us establish the vision for this church. Because we've we seen what life can be like when they're broke, when they're hurting when they're lost, when they're struggling. We've seen it with our own two eyes, and we've seen what the restoration and restoring when it takes place, when God restores that brokenness in people's lives, how great it is. And I know God can still do those things again. But God helped me to confront the goal of restoration. Restoration. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you will be a you who are spiritually should receive them gently. Did y'all catch that? This is Galatians six and one. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. Hey, bring me that baby out real quick. <laughs> this is what you do when you're in improv here. Now, y'all, this this. Baby doll looks uh, really real. This is my daughter's she got for Christmas. Adeline. Listen, Adeline's real cool. She's a, she's a cool-looking baby. She looks almost real. Online can you guys see this little bit, little real-looking baby? <laughs> All right, so it is fake, so y'all make sure y'all hear me. But listen, Adeline here, Adeline here, if she makes a mistake, we're going to take them. And we're going to hold her, and we're going to say, hey, listen, Adeline, you messed up. It's okay. Guess what? God loves you. God wants you to, to know that, that it's okay, and he still loves you. Because guess what? God hates sin, 
God hates sin, but he don't hate the sinner. Is that cool? Yeah, that's good. I mean, everybody's in here. I have a baby that's all I have. There ain't nobody else here but Tasha Fernando. <laughs> but, but listen, 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 listen. Let's restore him gently. He said, he said, restore him gently. You sin? You sin? Listen. It's okay. He didn't say go in here and beat him up and punch him in the face and be like, you're, gonna, you're doing wrong. You can't be doing this. And, and, and throw him around and beat him up. And That ain't what he said. He said, restore them gently. Restore them gently. That's why here at Medic Church, I'll tell you that hell is a real place and the wages of sin is death. And if you don't get your life right with God and Jesus, you're going to hell. That's, 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 that's reality. But here at Medic Church, we're going to tell you about the love of Christ too. The love that God shared and, 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 the, and God sent his son Jesus down on the cross for you so you don't have to go to hell. We're going to be gentle about it I'm going to tell you that hell's real and you shouldn't be sinning. Don't go out and freely sin because you could make you could chance it. I can take I go here this one time and I can sin. It's going to feel good in that moment, and then the very next moment you can take your last breath and where will you spend eternity? The pastor's going to tell you the truth, but we're also going to tell you that we're going to love you. You ain't going to catch me on the side of the road up here holding pitchforks and signs saying you're going to hell. That's not how we're going to approach people. We're going to approach people with love and restoration and restoring them because we want to do it with these because we're going to do more damage by shoving religion down somebody's throat than you will say, hey, come in here and let me show you what God can do in your life. Just like that song Fernando saying just a moment ago, he can do it again. You may be experiencing a mountain today and you may feel like you're at wit's end, but God can do it again. See, we want to see people come to Christ. That's our goal. We want to see God restore the brokenness in people's lives. Y'all, I'm telling you, y'all get tired of me. Y'all get tired of me saying that, hearing me say that. God's going to restore the brokenness in your life because he loves you. If you'll allow him to, and you'll allow God to restore that brokenness in your life, man, I'm telling you, your life's going to be changed and altered forever. We're running an ad on Facebook that says, do you want to, I forgot what it says. <laughs> Do you want to be a part of something that could change somebody's life forever or could change your life forever? This place could change your life forever. Minute Church could change your life forever. Not because we're doing anything special, because God has a plan and a purpose to restore the brokenness in people's lives. Because we're going to love on people and let God restore them gently. Because we're going to love you. We're going to be those people in those church, in that church. We're going to be the church where everyone belongs. Okay, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Well, well, Pastor Michael, what if they got things going on in their life? How do we approach that? Maybe that spouse is ready to leave their significant other. Maybe they're on that breaking point. Their job's getting to them. The stress is getting to them. What should I do for my friend? How can I, how can I do this? It says, my brother's. If one of you should weary from the truth and, show, and someone should bring him back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of his ways will be saved from death and convert over a multitude to sin. So when we get, if we, and that's why we're all the time saying, hey, invite somebody to come with you. 
Invite your friends to come with you here to Medi Church. It ain't because we're trying to grow numbers. I would love to fill this place up each and every week. I wish we could have four or five services every week. Ooh, praise God. You singers, bless your hearts. And it ain't because I want to say, hey, look at my church and saying, I got all these numbers. This ain't about numbers to me. It's about reaching people to let God restore that brokenness in their life, letting God change them. Because if we can get them here and we can let God bring them back, take them back and let him do things again in their life, they will be covered from a multitude of sins and will save them from death. Because the wages of sin is death. And death is eternal in hell. And I want to get so many people away from hell. I want to let God take their lives and say, hey, this is not the place you have to go. There's another way. And we're going to let God restore that brokenness in their lives. So we've got to get them here. We've got to bring them back. Number two, if you're taking notes, God help me confront with caution. God help me confront with caution. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself, or you may also be tempted. Pastor Michael, you mean if, 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 I, if I try to go help somebody in their time of need, and I'm trying to, I could be tempted myself. Sometimes that can happen, yes. So cautious yourself. And pray that God will give you caution. Men, don't be going over there trying to comfort a woman in her time of need if it ain't your spouse. If it ain't your significant other, somebody you're dating, don't be over there trying to, trying to, trying to work on somebody else's marriage because that, that can fall in some bad things. Cautious yourself because you don't want to fall into temptation. Well, I was over there. I was trying to help them out. And one thing led to another, and another thing led to another, and y'all can connect those dots. Let's just amen. Because that's reality. Because the enemy knows if he could get a foothold in there, and he can, he can start, ooh, he can start, man, I had one person messed up. Now I'm going I'm to get two and three and four and five and six. So pray with caution. Still restore them with gentleness. Help them. Lift them up. Build them up. Hey, you got this. And I always tell people, I always try to stick, you know, try to support the same sex as you are. You know what that means? Men, help your brothers out. Try to stay cautious away from the sisters. If you see sister over there, she's having some issues, try to find a sister to help her out. Women's vice versa. Stay with women. Help women out. If you have a man that's over there and they need help, find a man to help them out. And so oftentimes we find out that this actually leads to a lot of uncomfortability in people's lives. When a man's trying to think they're doing good and trying to be all nice and, and lovey-dovey or, or just being a nice person, it can make a woman feel uncomfortable when they actually distance themselves. So be cautious of that. Be sensitive to what they're, they're going through. Don't be like Mike and be like, well, you dummy, you know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Trina, quit being dumb. Don't tell them they're dumb. Just help them, support them. Again, build them up. Don't break them down. All right, all right, all right, all right. God, help me see when I'm the hypocrite, number three. God, help me see when I'm the hypocrite. God, show me when I'm being hypocritical. When I'm over here, I'm trying to help somebody else out. 
but yet I got my own problems going on in my own life. You ever had that happen? Somebody tried to help you out, and, 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 and you realize they got more problems than you got? <laughs> I want to pray for you. I don't know about that. God, do I really want them praying for me? They need to pray for themselves. <laughs> See, there's been times we've all been those people at one time or another. We've been hypocritical. Maybe we tried to help people out in their life and not realizing what we have in our own back door. So God, help me see when I'm being hypocritical. It's hard to see a mirror when you're being blinded, when, you're, when your guide is blind. If, if, if I take right now and, and I take this, and I say, okay, online campus, you guys got some issues going on in your life. <laughs> and this is how you're going to fix them. But over here, Pastor Michael's got broken heart pieces. He got other issues going on in his life. But listen, online campus, you guys need to, y'all need to get your lives right. You need to quit acting like Trina. Trina's a horrible person. You know, she just don't, she ain't got her life together. But over here, I can't, I can't even see what's going on in my own life. I can't see. I can't see. If I tried to walk around right now, I'd, I'd about darn near hurt myself really bad. See, it's hard to see the mirror when we're blind. And I'd tell you guys to check yourself today. You had to go in the mirror right now and go in there and say, God, I want to check myself. God, show me if I've been hypocritical. God, it, show me where I can fix things in my life before I try to start helping other people in theirs. See, I work in emergency services. April will be 18 years that I've been working in emergency services. around. It. I've been around it my whole entire life. I've seen things. I've heard things. I've been involved in conversations. I've been involved in pranks that have gone a little too far. And when I become, and I've always been, I was raised in church, I've been in church. But people have also seen a side of me that wasn't the church goer. There's been people that know things about me and my life that could damage my character so to say, because I haven't lived the perfect life. But I've looked in the mirror and said, God, you see where I'm broke. You see where I'm at. God, forgive me in my sins. God, restore me and bring me back to life. And see, when I looked in the mirror and I took off the blinds and tried to stand help other people, and try to do things, God, restore that brokenness in my life. But there's still people out there that know things about me. And, and, and they want to bring it up. Well, hey, man, you did this in your life. You did that in your life. You did this, this, and this. You've had this problem. You've had this issue. And you're up here leading people and, and holding a church. You're a hypocrite. It's all true. I've been told this before. And maybe you've been told that. Well, why do you go to church? I know your past. I know where you've been in your life. I know the things that you have done. 
Why do you go to church? You're a hypocrite. And I want you guys to go to church anyway. Don't let other people who haven't checked themselves in their own mirror try to dictate what you do and try to confront you and your problems in your life. Because when God forgave you, he, he cast your sins as far as the east is from the west. You see, David burned with anger against a man and said to Nathan, as surely as the Lord lives, this man who did this deserves to die. He must pay for the lamb because he did such a thing he had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, you are the man. The interesting point here is a lot of times, we're quick to point out other people's sins. I'm going to close with this. We're quick to point out other people's sins. Hey, look at what they did. People are quick to point out my sins when they find out I was starting med at church. Woo! Y'all won't believe some of the things I've heard. Lies, manipulation of people and their mindsets. I'm sharing this with you because people were quick to point out my sins, my failures, my mistakes. But you know what? I let God work on me. Today, I want to encourage you when people are calling out your sins, don't worry about them. Let God work on you. Because if He can restore us once, and if He's done it once, he could do it again. You may be in that mountain today. You may be in that struggle today. And you're saying, God, I need you. God, I want you. I want to be back to that heart. I need that gap filled in my life. And, and what he's going to do is, he's going to take your heart. And he's going to begin to continue to mold your heart back together. See, see, people are quick to say, hey, you're still missing pieces in your life. Look, look, it's, it's so bad, you're still going to church and they're screwing it up. You're still screwed up because they put the pieces in wrong. Look at this. Look, you go to church and you're doing everything right. You're worshiping, but you still got problems in your life. And people are going to do this to you. They're going to call you out and say, hey, look, look at your hearts. The pieces you have, they're in the, you're, you're missing a whole piece, and the one piece you got in there is all jacked up. It's messed up. Why are you going to church? You're a hypocrite because when you leave here, you're still going to have issues in your life. And listen, listen, it's interesting that, that people are going to point things out. But it may take a little time for you to let God for, for, to completely restore that brokenness in your life. Well, hey, I'm still dealing with things. I'm still dealing with things from last week. I'm still dealing with things from a year ago. Still come in here and let God restore that brokenness in your life. Because eventually, eventually here, God's going to take these pieces. If you'll let Him... You'll quit worrying about what everybody else thinks.
those pieces are going to start to align right. Those pieces are going to start coming together. Well, Pastor Michael's still missing a piece. Yeah, I know. Come back next week and we'll find out just how God's going to fulfill our hearts and restore that brokenness in our life. See, see. When our hearts get broke, it gets put into pieces. Mankind can't fix it. Mankind can't put it back together. But God can. And God can align the pieces just right. If you guys will, if you'll stand with me this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day. I want to thank you for our online campus, God. God, today I ask that you'll restore the brokenness in our life. God, continue to touch our life. God, when we feel like we're hypocrites, God, let us come to the house of God anyway. God, continue to work in the brokenness in our life, God. God, restore us back. God, we pray for restoration today in people's lives. God, there's been times we've been hypocrites and people want to call out our failures and our mistakes. But God, even in our mistakes and our failures, you still love us. God, you hate sin, but you love the sinner. God, help us not to sin. And God, when we fall and make mistakes, let us know that you're right there with us. God, reveal to us today and this week as people listen to this later on, God. God, let them look in the mirror and God, reveal things to them in areas in their life that they need to improve on. And God, let them let you restore that brokenness in their lives. And if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Thank you for coming to this earth and dying on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. And God, help me to know that when I've been a hypocrite, you still love me and that you forgive me. And when it gets hard, reassure that you're still with me. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com dot com forward slash pray submit a prayer request our team is standing by ready to believe that god's going to meet each and every need that is submitted we can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message we'll see you soon